0: Welcome to Rock the Boat, your one-stop shop for all things cruise. Now, we help a lot of first-time cruisers go on their first-time cruise. So, we thought it would be a good idea to put together a list of some of the questions that first-time cruisers usually have, um, but also the ones that maybe they forget to ask as well. So, starting off with the one that I think we probably get asked probably the most, uh, and that is, can you drink the water on a cruise ship? So, it's quite a basic question, and of course, you do need to have water, so you can't just survive off of all those cocktails, unfortunately. Um, so, basically, uh, if you're going on any of the major cruise lines, yes, you can drink the the water from, the, uh, from your cabin if you really want to, and there usually are uh, water fountains available around the ship. Now, of course, you can always get water uh, at the restaurants, you can ask at the bars and things like that, And that should always be free um, and included as part of your cruise fare. Now, for example, on Virgin Voyages, uh, they have these really cool water stations that they use uh, UV light to filter them. So it's like having bottled water. Now, they don't want to be selling plastics on board. So with with, uh, Virgin Voyages, they want you to bring along a reusable bottle. Uh, and then just fill it up. So that's what I did when I went on my Virgin Voyage, is I used my uh, handy refillable bottle, went up on deck, went and filled up my uh, my bottle, and there's other ones around uh, as well, but I always went up to the one on deck to go get sunshine at the same time, and it was UV-filtered um, uh, water that uh, that I had. Now, you can buy bottles of water, and it depends on which cruise line you're with, and it also depends on your package. So, for example, some of the packages... Um, if you buy um, a drinks package, then you'll get bottled water included uh, in that drinks package as well. So it's quite handy if you're going off the ship for the day and going into port. Fantastic. You can just uh, take the bottle of water with you um, and then take it ashore. So really handy kind of thing to do. Um Basically, the price differs between whether it's going to be one of the sort of like the higher kind of branded ones uh, or just like a generic kind of bottle of water. Um, so you'll always be able to get bottles of water. Um, it's whether you're going to be paying for it or whether it's going to be part of your uh, package. But speak to your uh, cruise advisor uh, at Rock the Boat Travel Agents and we'll be able to help you and let you know uh, whether bottled water is included as part of your package. Now, personally, um, I like to take along the little mini robinson's squash um and then put those into the water as well because then it makes a nice refreshing drink that you basically you're not know, having to basically pay for even if you want on a, uh, um a drinks package i kind of find that i can't drink that much soda so for example when i went on disney cruise um all this soda soft drinks sort or of coca-cola products are included which is fantastic but I can't drink that much Coke Zero, I can't drink that much of the uh, of the ginger beer and that kind of stuff, which is really nice, but there is obviously a limit to how much you can drink of it. And yes, you are on holiday, but at some point you do want to sort of cut backwards with the squash. Nice flavour, uh, nice and easy, uh, as well you can just put put, put it in your pocket. Useful for when you're going ashore as well. So, the second question. I think uh, quite a lot of people uh, ask or sort of think about asking is, do I need to get dressed up every single night? Do I need to kind of wear a tuxedo to wander around the ship? And I think a lot of first-time cruisers have seen Titanic and they think that they have to do the best penguin impression uh, on board the cruise ship um, every evening or just to wander around and things. But actually, there's a lot of cruise lines where there is... Um, no sort of strict dress code so for example on norwegian cruise line they don't have uh formal lights and they don't have such a strict sort of dress code there's a few restaurants that them sort of men might need to wear sort of long trousers uh but apart from that as long as you're not already going in in a, in swim costumes and you're wearing appropriate kind of clothing as in all the bits are kind of covered then um you don't need to dress up um uh in a tuxedo things like that if you go on some of the other cruise lines, like for example Cunard, um, they can't force you to dress up. Um, but if you wanted to go on sort of a formal night and you wanted to go to one of the um, sort of certain restaurants um, and certain bars, then you will need to be dressed up to be able to go into those. But for example, if you just wanted to head up to the buffet. They can't make you wear a tuxedo to walk around the buffet. Now, again, if you speak to one of the cruise advisors here at Rock the Boat Travel, we'll be able to tell you whether you're going to need a tuxedo or an evening dress uh, whilst you're on board uh, as that, so you can see whether you need to do your best James Bond uh, or Lady Diana kind of impression. Something that... A lot of people don't think about is the cruise card. So your cruise card is basically your window to the world. It's everything. It's your key card. It gets you on and off the ship. If you don't have that, you ain't getting on and off the ship, they're gonna have to sort of try and find you. And also it's a way of charging things back to your cabin as well. So if you've got a drinks package, it lets the uh, the bar staff know that you've got a drinks package. Uh, if you've paid for specialty dining, if you want to buy something in the shops or buy something at the bar where you don't have a drinks package, it charges it all back to the cabin. So um, it is a plastic card, a bit like on most cruise ships, um, a bit like sort of a credit card. Um, so It can be a bit sort of a hassle as to where to kind of put it. So on some cruise lines, you see quite a lot of people wearing lanyards. Uh, I don't particularly like things around my neck, uh, and I find those a bit sort of irritating around my neck, so I just tend to sort of put it in my pocket. Now, a little tip with this is make sure, I'm a bit paranoid when I leave places, so make sure I've always got keys with me, is when you get into your cabin or stateroom, put your cruise card somewhere close to the door or somewhere where you're going to see it before you leave for going out again. That way you can't forget it. Now, it's not like if you forget your key for your house, if you forget it, you just go to the front desk, to the reception and say, I've forgotten it. Um, I've l- locked it inside. Can either someone come and let me in or can you give me a new one, please? Uh, so it's n- really not the end of the world. Um, but what a lot of people l- like to do is to get the lanyards, especially for kids as well. They've got the, they wear the lanyons. Now, Virgin Voyages have done away with cruise cards. And you've got the band instead so the band is a bit like what you would get uh, when you go to a, a rock festival so i went to v-vest one year and you get a band sort of gets you in uh everywhere to sort of show that you've got a ticket and they've taken this to the next level so uh, on the band it is your everything it's your um key to get into your cruise uh, cabin it's uh your all your drinks the bar tab all that kind of stuff gets you on and off the ship uh and also because it uses bluetooth technology if you've got the app installed in your phone which you will do on virgin voyages you can uh order um room service or ship eats um as they call it to anywhere on the ship pretty much so if you're up by the pool and you fancy uh, you know, a nice charcuterie plate, or so you want um, some meatballs, Meatballs are really good on Virgin Voyages, uh, then you can just uh, use your your app, and then the band knows where you are on the ship, so they basically come and find you. You can also shake for champagne as well, so you can shake anywhere on the ship, and they will come and find you with a, a, a glass of champagne or a bottle of champagne, a bottle of champagne, whatever you order, so that's pretty cool as well, isn't it? Okay. Next one is when people are looking at the cruise before kind of booking is, they think, okay, do I need a balcony? Do I need a balcony to really enjoy my cruise? Now, me personally, um, I live somewhere that's got shutters on the windows, and so I sleep in complete darkness when I'm at home. So when I'm on a cruise ship, generally, I will uh, take an inside cabin, unless it's not that much more to take an a balcony cabin. Reason being is it's dark inside, so I can go to sleep. Um, I don't want to be woken up at five o'clock in the morning when, <laughs> with the sunshine and things like that. It that's also really good. For example, if you've got uh, younger kids that that sleep in in the dark at home. Now, the argument for having a balcony is that if you have a balcony and you've got younger kids that are going to go to bed earlier, you can then go and sit out on the balcony whilst the kids are asleep. So that's great. Although they might go to bed after you, depends how tired you are, depends how many drinks you have with your with your dinner as well. So it's one of those things that speak to your cruise expert a rock boat travel and we will um sort of chat with you and find out if you really kind of need a balcony or not. Now doesn't mean that if you don't have a balcony that you're not going to see any of these spectacular views because all you just do is when you're um, uh, sailing for example in the Norwegian field up on deck and there's plenty of bars and things that that you can sit in even if the weather's not that great to sit there and look out and just admire the view uh it's just obviously you've got slightly less privacy than if you have your own balcony but the prices on some ships uh, people generally think that especially first-time cruisers that what the the price for an inside cabin is automatically x amount more to jump up to say a balcony to then jump up to something else that's not true each um category has its own pricing band and there's various prices in between those bands they're not linked so when they first go on sale there will be a difference but it's not a fixed 50 pounds per night extra to have a balcony it doesn't work like that there are some times when actually if they've pretty much sold out of all the inside cabins uh, and they haven't sold particularly many of the balcony cabins. Actually, it can be hardly anything, sort of a couple of pounds upgrade to balcony cabins. So it is always worth looking. And, of course, at uh, Rock Boat, we will check uh, to find out uh, how much extra it will be to have one. But don't feel that you have to have a balcony. So... Now, very 21st century problem is trying to keep in contact with people that you're on the ship with. So, for example, if you say we're friends and family and you want to get in touch with them, or maybe just people that you've met whilst you're on board, how do you keep in contact with them? Now, if you're on a ship that gives you unlimited Wi-Fi like Virgin Voyages, there's no problems at all. WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, all the kind of things that you would use at home. Just use those. No problems at all. Now, if you're on a ship where you have to pay for Wi-Fi, and you might have, say, a Wi-Fi package that gives you say, 150 minutes. Do you really want to be wasting those minutes using them on WhatsApp when you kind of can be using them for other things? So that's where maybe we go a bit more old school. You know, just pick up the phone. Every every cabin has a phone inside it. Just pick up the phone and ring through to the number if those people are obviously in their cabins. Um, if not, well, try writing uh, a note and putting it underneath the door. That's a way of doing it. Or... What you could do is, for example, if you've all met up for breakfast, is arrange a time there and then. So when you uh, had your breakfast, you say, OK, we'll meet back here at 10 o'clock. We'll do this at whatever time. And you arrange a time there and then, as opposed to having to mess around, um, sort of arranging something later on. Now, some families on the bigger kind of ships uh, they even use walkie-talkies. So if you've got walkie-talkies, bring those along um, to sort of keep hold of the kids. Uh, but... To be honest, um, I think a lot of people overthink the fact of trying to keep in contact with people whilst we're on the ship. Uh, you will be able to keep in contact with people, uh, even if you have to kind of go a bit old school with that. Now, something we hear quite a lot, and I, it always makes me laugh because um, I always think, well, wherever you've ever been on holiday, this doesn't actually get included. But do I need to bring a towel on board a cruise ship? Now, I'll give you an example even travel lodges premier inns you know basic kind of hotels include towels when you're staying there so you do not need to bring a towel on a cruise ship um if you're going on a two-week cruise around the around the mediterranean around the caribbean they will have towels on board don't worry about that um the cabin crew will come in um uh to come and uh, change the towels if you want to uh like sort of all places i prefer you to sort of just to change them every sort of couple of days sort of save the the water and the environment things like that um, usually on board a cruise ship um, what will happen is you either get pool towels they're usually a different color or a different sort of design and you'll get those either in the cabin itself or up on the pool deck with some of them what you'll do is you'll sort of sign them in and out so uh, for example on virgin voyages um, you go up and you say you give them your, your cabin number then you sign it out and then when you drop it back off, you basically um, uh, have signed to say digitally anyway to say that you brought it back. So it just means that you know, um, you're not stealing the towels. So you, f- uh, for most of the cruise lines, you can take them off. So if you go into a beach destination, uh, what's one of your ports, and you just want to go and chill out, relax at a beach, then just double check. Um, when you pick up the pool towel, but most of them will let you take them off uh, the ship. So there's no need to smuggle it off or hide it away, but you know, most people sort of put them in the bags anyway, sort of keep them out of the way. Um, if you are going to somewhere that has its own private island, say, for example, Disney's Customer K, um, or you've got uh, NCL or uh, Royal Caribbean, they've all got their own uh, private islands. They have the towels already uh, ashore for you so there's no need to bring them um, uh, um, uh, ashore with you so one less thing to carry uh, with you okay if you're going on a slightly longer cruise or a bit of a more sort of modern kind of phenomenon if you're kind of going out of uh sort of around the mediterranean barcelona places like that a lot of people because it's quite expensive to to put a bag uh, into the hold uh on a plane Uh, a lot of people just bring hand luggage. So, for example, if you're flying with British Airways to Barcelona, you can take two pieces of hand luggage. And if you go around the Mediterranean and you're going on a not particularly formal cruise, you might actually kind of get away with it. Last time I went on a cruise around the Mediterranean, we just took hand luggage, and it was enough uh, to kind of go around. So, But people kind of ask, well, is there anywhere that I can actually wash my clothes? Because, one, accidents do happen. We'll ask um, what you've done to... to, um, to to mess up your clothes Uh, but also if you're going on a longer cruise it means that you can take less uh, luggage with you and you can wear the same things a couple of times now all cruise lines will come and pick it up from your cabin and they will do your laundry for you and then uh, bring it back to the cabin for you nicely folded and pressed It looks lovely looks a lot better than what I, i can do at home uh obviously they charge for this okay now what you can do instead is most of the cruise lines again will have um, a laundry facility self service. So it'd be like a little laundrette, a bit like EastEnders that you go in and you go and, uh, and put your laundry on. Then you can put them in the tumble dryers afterwards. Um, this usually is a small charge, but it's cheaper than getting your, your kind of clothes laundered. What you could do, and what some people do, is all the. Um, Almost all the bathrooms have got like a line that goes across. It's like a drawstring once you can pull it out and you just uh, pull it across. So you can actually, if it's just like a bit of a, a damp wash, you just want to sort of like rinse something. You can just rinse something in the sink in your cabin and then just hang it up over the shower and sort of drip, dry it uh, there. If you need to, sort of, if it's just, you know, just got a bit of ketchup down something, then that's fine. Number eight is... Um, If you're a big eater or a bit of a fussy eater or you just want a bit more, can you have more? Well, yeah, there's no need to do your best dollar impression uh, on a cruise ship. You can have as much as you like. You can get creative with your meals. Well, uh, try ordering two main courses or mix up the portions of the starters or ordering just stuff for the table as well. We've done that quite a few times before is we've ordered stuff for ourselves. And then extra stuff for the table that we can all sort of dive in uh, and try if you ever sort of see any of our photos on social media. A lot of them are lots of plates, considering there may only be sort two or three people at the table. And yet there's five plates (laughs) of food that have been brought over. So, yes, you can order pretty much as much as you want. As long as you're not going to waste the food, um, then you're absolutely fine. Speak to your server um, and just ask them, and I'm sure they'll be absolutely fine to do that. If you want to kind of mix the pups, for example, if you wanted to have a steak, but steak normally comes with chips, but there's um, something else that you like as a size that's on a different thing, just ask them, and nine times out of ten, they'll swap over and add on the other thing um, instead. So don't feel that you have to just stick with what's on the menu Mix and match, get creative, do whatever you want. There's plenty of food on board that ship and just do whatever you want. And if you want to go to a buffet, it's obviously you can eat as much as you want up there as well. And the last question is, do I actually need to go ashore when we're in a port? And the big answer to this is no, it's your holiday. You do whatever you want. If you want to stay on board, go and explore the ship, absolutely fine. When I went on my Disney cruise, when we were in one of the ports, Somewhere that I've been to quite a few times, so I stayed on board, sat in the jacuzzi outside, and sat there and watched *Beauty and the Beast* upon the funnel vision. I've uh, done it before as when well. we were on uh, Virgin Voyages, didn't bother getting off in one of the ports. Just went around the the ship, went and explored, went to go and see uh, all the things that maybe may, might be a little bit busy normally um, when you're on board the ship. So maybe like the uh, the slides in the in the water park if you're on uh, a ship that's got one of those. Then it's a great way of. Um, getting the most out of the ship without having all of those uh, extra people on board because most people will get off at a port. Now, generally, if you're a first-time cruiser, the ports are the most important thing and then the ship itself kind of like comes second. But more seasoned cruisers, uh, the ship is more important than the ports. Now, one thing to remember with the ports is you're not always guaranteed to dock. If there's strong winds, for example, if there's a storm going on, the problem the might not dock. Okay, I've had it a few times before when we've just haven't been out to dock. So, yes, look at the places you go into, but at the same time, you need to allow for if I don't go into this particular port, am I still gonna be having an amazing holiday on board the ship? And the answer is usually probably yes or yes. Okay. A little bonus one is um do I need to worry about icebergs uh, on the ship? The only icebergs you need to worry about are uh, iceberg lettuces um seriously we've been asked this question before uh and things have changed a little bit since jack and rose set sail on the titanic uh cruise ships have the latest technology that they can spot uh icebergs and other ships and everything that you can kind of think of any kind of potential danger from hundreds of miles away so there's absolutely no danger of there they're running into an iceberg so uh, uh, put that to the back of your mind okay now We've weighed your appetite to go on a cruise. Please get in touch with us at rocktheboat.travel. That's rocktheboat, all one word, dot travel. And one of the team will be happy to get in touch with you and we can see what we can do to help you get onto your first, second or hundredth cruise, depending on uh, who you are. Okay. So thank you very much for listening. And if you did get any um, advice out of this, please uh, leave us a review or a rating on... Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much, and we'll see you on the next Sailing.